Welcome to the Social Hotelier podcast. It's uh, 19th of February and I'm recording from my studio here in Helsinki. Um, uh, I just came back from a very interesting trip I want to share with you. And uh, I have a special relationship with the most southern European Union country. Yes, the Malta. And uh, I attend regularly uh, tourism forums there. Well, the tourism forums are once a year, but uh, I wouldn't miss it for anything. And I will tell you a little bit more about that here in the podcast. But let me first tell you about my relationship with Malta, uh, which is uh, a sum of many uh, opportunities that has been developing over a period of years. I met a very interesting man uh, about five years ago. He's a hotelier, meaning a hotel owner. And he became as a newly appointed ambassador to Finland. And a friend of mine wanted to introduce us and see whether we have uh, some common things we can talk about. Well, both being hoteliers, we like to talk shop. So we compared uh, uh, the tourism flows, the average room rates, the businesses, and uh, what are the challenges and what are the opportunities. And so we had a great lunch together. But and he asked me, have you been to Malta? I said, well, no, I've never been there. Uh, well, he said that you should, I think you should go there, <clears throat> considering Finland has a lot of things to offer to Malta and hasn't been anyone really made an effort. So he suggested that, well, maybe I should make that trip. Well, coming from the hotel background, of course, I uh, like to, to always look where I can find some interesting opportunities and develop some new relationships. So I went to Malta. Uh, but uh, what happened was that I went to look for some possibility to develop a uh, hospitality consultancy. Uh, but that didn't work out at the time. But I made a lot of friends during that time. And the friendships, basically, were coming from the Malta Hotel and Restaurant Association executives and that friendship has been ongoing for the last five years and they invited me to uh, join for uh, the various quarterly updates and I went there to give some input and my observations about Malta but also was uh, giving them some uh, educational tutorials about uh, uh, the advantages of using social media and doing regular uh, live streaming to tell the story about um, their hotel and the neighborhood. But also they invited me to join the, as an advisor to the Mediterranean Tourism Foundation. And I'm one of the two non-Mediterranean. The second one is from Sweden. So we are two uh, Nordics being there, uh, giving our uh, support to the foundation. What was special now, uh, going to the sixth edition of the Mediterranean Tourism Forum was that I, I met the ambassador who I met five years ago and I was very proud to see that he received a Lifetime Achievement Award for his work in hospitality and that was perhaps the most special moment I, I saw uh, dating uh, from the time I've been coming going to Malta but also in the actual uh, forum there was uh, uh, I would say that this was maybe the one of the best forums uh, probably one of the reason was that I, I didn't 
I kept my mouth shut and I was listening and learning for what people smarter than me were talking about. Uh, there were uh, very interesting panel discussions. There were uh, tourism officials, in fact, coming to uh, to give their view about strategies for the countries. And also, uh, I met a very interesting gentleman who is um, uh, with uh, CBS uh, Travel and uh, Peter Greenberg. Now, Peter Greenberg talked about branding and promoting uh, promoting destinations and. Of course, he made a punt about uh, how can you have a slogan of a country when you say uh, visit Malta. It doesn't tell you, tell you anything. But I looked up other countries, uh, what kind of slogans they also have. Uh, one of the interesting things that Sweden doesn't have a tourism slogan at all. And uh, if you go to uh, uh, some countries, they, they say just uh, like Belgium, the, the place to be. So I think there's some more ima imagination that will need to be developed when you're creating these uh, tourism slogans. And what he's saying is that the, uh, you, you start with a story, and the story should not be told by the Minister of Tourism, but the people who, who live there. And, uh, uh, and because if you have a good story about your country, uh, also the uh, question is, does it develop trust? And who is telling the story? And the story should be told by the people who are uh, working in there. Now, of course, the, another thing which is important, uh, uh, where is that story going to be channeled? And, uh, and who are you going to tell it to? So, obviously, this is about strategy and a vision about how you promote your country. But all the same things are going not only for when you promote a country, it's also about when you promote a your own business, whether it's a restaurant or a hotel or uh, any, any kind of business. So it's about the storytelling. It sounds maybe like a cliche, but when it's really well made, uh, it, it's alive. And when it's, told, when it's told in the right way, then there is definitely uh, something to be said about that. Here in the, uh, later on the podcast, uh, I, I interviewed uh, Jill Hellman, who, is, who was the innovation chair of uh, the forum this year and she's going to share uh, share what her takeaway and the key takeaways from the forum was but before that I want to share what do I do when I go to Malta because I think it's not only about attending uh, inside four walls uh, a forum but there's more than that and what I always do I make it a point to make a visit to Valletta the capital of, of Malta now, Valletta is dating back to the 15, 16th century, and it was uh, and it's closely related to the history of the whole country when the Knights of St. John of Jerusalem arrived in Malta in 1530. And uh, they protected the, uh, the fort, fort, fortress uh, that they had, uh, which was uh, converted into uh, called Fort St. Elmo. And uh, they defeated uh, through a strategic position at the time, the Suleiman in a great siege of 1565, and the uh, the Pope Pius V, and then the the Spanish King Philip II, they financed as a as a thanks the building buildings and the construction of the city of Valletta as we see it today. And I always go there because I, every time I go to Valletta, I always learn something new. And uh, I'll go to my regular, uh, have a nice coffee at the Cafe Cordina and uh, 
and uh, just walk around and stroll around, get the feel of the place. And it is my favorite thing to do to uh, to visit Valletta before I enter a conference. So if you ever go to Malta, definitely spend time there. I also visited some friends of mine who are uh, operating uh, boutique hotels, and it's a really nice thing to see that how boutique hotels have advanced in, in Malta also from from the very large all-inclusive hotels that uh, we have seen, we saw in the, in the past years. And I was told that uh, there are about uh, there's a pipeline about 39 boutique hotels now in Valletta, and uh, these are very difficult hotels to build in an old, old uh, city like this and a good example a friend of mine who runs a boutique hotel took him six years to build it and it was built into a uh, old palazzo from uh, which was originally the palazzo was owned by a, a family he was a knight and, uh, and this is from the 1500s this building originally and of course you have uh, your museum authorities and everyone on your back to make sure that uh, that you carefully keep the building restored and then to convert this to um, uh, to a hotel is a huge undertaking so I every time I go to to Valletta I'll make a point to visit my friend and see how, how is he doing and and uh, to see uh, you get really the truly the feel of Malta and Valletta when you walk into this place and to any of those places in Valletta so uh, that's my recommendation to whenever you go there but also you take a look at the, uh, the, the, the luxury hotel that is uh, at the gates of Valletta, which is called the Phoenicia, which has been fully renovated. It's worth, worth a visit. So yeah, that's uh, uh, the story of, um, of uh, my visit to Malta. And uh, now we're gonna take a, now we're gonna invite uh, Jill to tell her impressions about uh, being a moderator and the takeaways about the Mediterranean Tourism Forum this year. Hi Jill. Hello my friend. How are you feeling? I am I'm good. I'm slightly tired but inspired. I mean, you came when? I arrived eight days ago to Malta. Yeah. And how much have you seen of Malta? Not enough. Okay. Not enough. But I know the Intercontinental Hotel very well. But I think that you uh, you put a lot of effort into this uh, forum, the Mediterranean Tourism Forum, uh, to make it a success for those people who are attending, right? Everyone worked very hard. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, looking back now, since you can be relaxed after the, the, the full day event that you were the moderator, what are the factors? you think are uh, things that made this so special, considering that you've been traveling around the world, attending a lot of these events. So what is that something that sticks to your mind at the moment? So I'm pausing because there's about four or five <laughs> that are standing out okay. that I've been paying some attention to. Do you want me to share? All yeah. Of them? Okay, great. Yeah. Um, anyone who's followed me on any kind of social media or has seen me uh, speak live knows that I believe magic happens when you mix people together that don't typically go together. And the Mediterranean Tourism Foundation absolutely did that. Today, this morning, we had appointed and elected officials from around the world. 
we had CEOs and leaders and professionals in the hospitality and travel industry. We had students and faculty. We had journalists. We had NGOs. We had other experts. It was amazing. And that is one, one main thing. The second was the content. Uh, all of those people are different. And so they're looking for different kinds of content. And this morning, just in the part I led as the innovation chair, we had one panel that focused on sustainable tourism around the world and in Europe and in the Mediterranean. Uh, we had another panel on branding and promotion of destinations. We had another great panel um, on the future of travel. And then finally, this amazing group of technology experts that came together. Uh, I would say number three, uh, I be this is my, my belief, that money is spent on convenings all over the world so that things will happen differently after. But it's not every case that there's a focus put on the convening for action to happen. When the Mediterranean Tourism Foundation brought me in through your introduction, I believe, is how it started, yeah. through your connections yeah. and, and relationships. Thank you, again. Uh, when, when they brought me in, I believe one reason is because the Secretary General wanted to make sure that there's somebody who focuses on innovation actually happening. And so you probably heard in the panel discussions, I was very focused on actions and strategies for the Mediterranean. And then finally, the last element, it, I always find that the environment, the music, the art, uh, the vibe of the people can really set a difference if you want people to open up and to find new concepts and to make new friends and to take action. And this, this morning, I mean, we had dancing and singing and variety. It was amazing. It's a great, uh, great vibe there. Yes. Now, um, you, you sort of ended up your part with a sentence. And uh, could you share what, what did you say again? Sure. Uh, <laughs> before I left the stage, I said that success happens when preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. And so I was saying that I had hoped that during the part that I led as the innovation chair, that we provided enough preparation for all of the amazing opportunity out there. Fantastic. Now, uh, for those who don't know you, uh, where can they find you on, on internet or social media if they want to connect with you, perhaps to, that you can give them value in their next event? So I keep a very low profile online. Uh, they can contact me through you. Okay. And I do somewhat active LinkedIn, although I do not uh, refresh my information there. I'm going to be going on to GenieCast. Uh, GenieCast out of the United States is another way that people can not only find me, that's G-E-N-I-E-C-A-S-T. Not only can they find me there, but it's a way that if people do want to engage and think that I have value to add, but they don't have the investment for me to join a country, um, we can actually talk through this platform called GeniePass. Well, I'm going to put those uh, in, the, in the show notes, uh, so that if you want to connect with Jill, you will find it through this. 
Yeah, it has been really great seeing you here in Malta. It's great seeing you. It's <laughs> and, country number two. Yeah. I wonder where country number three will be. I wonder. Do you know, by the way, what's my, what is the one, number one thing that has, uh, that between me and Malta, what is sort of the number one thing that, uh, which is nobody knows about? My birthday and the Independence Day of Malta is the 21st of September. Really? Yes. No, I didn't know. No, for a minute I thought maybe I should have known. No. We've been so busy for the last eight days working. But, but don't tell anybody because I'm, a, I'm sort of a humble guy. I don't want to share this kind of information. But is this the, being recorded? Uh, between you and me and, and, the, and the, your the, the, thousands yeah. and thousands yeah. of friends out there. Yeah. Okay, Jill, thanks very much. And for, for the viewers, if you like uh, what you heard today, just subscribe to my YouTube channel and uh, there will be something else coming up very soon. So talk to you soon. Thanks. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.